Welcome into the Daily Wolves podcast. I'm Trip, as always, joined by my friend, colleague, co-host, whatever you want to call it, Evan. Follow us on Twitter at the Daily Wolves at not the Wolfson. Evan, I don't think it's an understatement. I think that uh, Jaden McDaniels has already secured the MVP. You know what? He may just have after last night. Jaden McDaniels looked really good in that game. And later in the game, he got banged up. He kind of banged knees, I think, with, like, Tyler Hero. So he got taken out of the game. I saw that on social media, just from guys like Johnny K, who we love, friend of the show, uh, one of the best reporters out there, that J.D. McDaniels is going to be okay. And if you're a Timberwolves fan, you don't have to panic that he was hurt. They just took him out as a precautionary measure. He's going to be okay. Don't panic. He may not play in the next game or the next few, but that's just because they, they've seen enough out of him. He looked good last night, Trip. Ten points, two for two from three, and he, and he only played 18 minutes. He really looked the part. I think even if he didn't have that little bang up with, with Tyler Hero, uh, he they saw enough out of him last night to say, yeah, I think uh, we, yeah, your development has come along nicely. You're all set. So um, I don't expect to see him the rest of the preseason. There's really no need uh, – I think it's fair to say that, you know, there's going to be at least some level of improvement from Jaden McDaniels, which um, will be a massive help to this team. Defensively, he looked good last night, but most importantly, offensively, he had some flash in the, in the playoffs against uh, Memphis, I think, um, you know, offensively where I was really impressed and I was hoping that would carry over. And I think based off last night, there's really, really no reason to think otherwise. Outside of that, I mean, what, what really stuck out to you? Anything in particular? Yeah, there's a few things that stuck out to me last night. Um, Brent Forbes, one of the guys who is a new player for the Timberwolves this year. And if you're listening and you still don't know who Brent Forbes is, you know, he's a player, kind of that, um, you know, undersized shooting guard, more like the point guard size, but he's a 41% career shooter uh, beyond the arc. And he's played in winning organizations in his career. San Antonio, he's played with... um, the Milwaukee Bucks, where he won a title with, and then he's Denver. played in Denver as well. Tim Conley, our new you know president of basketball operations, was kind of you know he brought him. He was back in Denver with him, and then he obviously is currently ours. So he kind of got Bryn Forbes over here. But Bryn Forbes signed for a, a really cheap contract deal, and last night, 15 points, played only 17 minutes, went two for three on three pointers. He just looked like a player that you needed in the in the Timberwolves bench because we lost Malik Beasley, right? We lost shooting trip. And so what do you need to replace that? You need some kind of three-point shooting. Brent Forbes looked the part last night. Yeah, I really think he's going to play a lot bigger of a role than people realize. Um, I really do. I mean, he's an underrated signing. I've known about him for a long time because he, he played college basketball in Michigan at Michigan State, and I, I live in Michigan, so I've, I've known about him for a long time. Um, he's just an elite shooter. It's just the simplest way to put it. He's everything you could hope for from a shooting guard off the bench. A lot, a lot to be excited for based on that contract. You're not going to find a better player on that contract, in my opinion. So really looking forward to him having maybe a, a larger role than people think and kind of parlaying that into a maybe a multi-year deal, right? Like maybe a mid-season mm-hmm. extension type deal. That's kind of what I'm hoping for for him because he's the type of shooting that you absolutely need. Um, and, you know, speaking of shooting, uh, I think it's um, fair to say that, that uh, there's a lot to look forward to with Jalen Noel. 
Yeah, I mean, Jalen Noel obviously picked up where he started last season. Last night, I think he had 14 points um, as well, plus 11, which is incredible for Jalen Noel. Uh, but Jalen Noel obviously had you know, an uptick of playing time last night because D'Angelo Russell wasn't playing in the game. He was out. And so Jalen Noel obviously saw an increase in minutes. But Jalen Noel looked – he just looks electric out there. The dude can score with the best of them. He looks like an absolute bucket, as we've known from him. And he's a player that I think, and we've talked about before, he could potentially be a six-man candidate. What do you think about him? I love Jalen Noel because he's just, a, you know, obviously defensively he does need to improve. I read that um, he mentioned, I, I don't know where I read it on Twitter, so I'm sorry about that. But I saw that he, he, he basically, they, they challenged him to really make an effort on defense. And from what I read, he took that, that challenge very serious this summer. Um, and... I just think the world of, of the player, Jalen Noel, Doogie speaks very highly of him off the court. Obviously he spent some time with Doogie's kid um, and some of the, some of the kids at his school signed autographs took pictures was really friendly, but on the court um, a lot to like, right. I mean, just, just offensively, he has every tool, athleticism, shooting ability, playmaking ability can handle the ball. Um, I, I love Chris Finch. I was not happy with how, how he, Used Jalen Noel last year in and out of the rotation, just kind of it's so hard to get in a rhythm when when you're constantly in and out of the lineup, right? And and he every time was given a chance, did nothing but prove himself. And to me, I am I'm looking for him to have a minimum twenty minutes a game, at least twenty to twenty five minutes a game every night. And if not, I'll be very disappointed. Yeah, I think as I've been listening to you know. Dane Moore's podcast, who I love a, a lot as well, one of the best out there. If you haven't already, definitely check out Dane Moore's podcast. But they've kind of brought out stuff that, you know, Jalen Dewell, depending on how he plays defense, he might not have as many minutes as we really think going into the season. And I guess when I heard him say that, I really sat back and, and analyzed it and kind of went, you know, that could be that could be accurate, right? Like, yeah, Chris Finch says he's going to, you know, he loves Jalen and everything that he's done. And, and yes, Malik Beasley leaves, and we think Jalen Noel is going to have this big, huge role off the bench and it's going to get consistent time. But if he doesn't show the ability to improve his defense at least and not just – because right now, like how he's been in his career, he's just been an awful defender. And in late-game situations and in certain situations, is Austin Rivers going to get playing time over him? Are, are different guys going to get playing time over him because they can play defense? So I'm just wondering how that all plays out. And that's the only concern I could possibly have now with Jalen Noel. And it wasn't till I heard those opinions. And I really sat back and went, that makes sense. But I hope he gets time. I think he should earn it. But like I said, if he can't show any ability to play defense, that could definitely that could definitely um, you know, get Jalen Noel in the thick end of things. Yeah, I, it's interesting because I, I saw on Twitter that at least they challenged him this summer from what I read. Maybe I misread that, but I swear I, I read that that basically they challenged him, hey, get get better at defense. I, he seems like the type of guy that probably took that seriously. So like you said, I mean, I guess like Dane said, you know, maybe not in terms of the minutes. Maybe it's not going to be as many as we think. But um, And again, you kind of forget of a guy like Austin Rivers, who is a very good defender, um, a willing defender for sure. Um, is an understatement definitely a very willing defender but 
I, I mean, it kind of it's interesting because I saw on Twitter as well the other day that Doogie mentioned, um, obviously Darren Wolfson, D Wolfson, KSTP on Twitter mentioned uh, friend of the show, great guy, but he mentioned. The Wolves tried to extend Jalen well this summer and he turned it down. So to me, that signifies a big role, right? I mean, at least on paper, yeah. I hear that. I think, you know, they probably have some plans for him, but it, it'll definitely be interesting. A guy like Austin Rivers comes in. It's, it's, is he an end of the bench guy or, you know, he might be, but I think there's also a possibility that on any given night, if the defense struggles, you throw Austin Rivers in and, and just be a spark plug, you know, from an effort standpoint, if nothing else. So um, it'll be really interesting. It really will. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, whew, yeah, there, but what do you make? There of- was another guy. Yeah. Uh, I decided to interrupt you. There's another guy who, because we're talking about Jalen Noel, it kind of makes me think of Jalen Noel. Uh, and the reason I bring that up is because we're talking about somebody who can be that sixth man on the Timberwolves this season. And another guy who could be that sixth man player for the Timberwolves this year. And I'm not, I'm not talking about a guy who's going to win Sixth man of the year in the NBA. I'm talking about a guy who's just going to be that sixth man for the Timberwolves, and that guy is Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson, he did disappoint last night. I can tell you that much, Trip. Yeah. Kyle Anderson led the team in plus minus and plus 14. And the craziest thing is that Kyle Anderson didn't even score a single point. Yes. Kyle Anderson had five rebounds, four assists, and two steals, and just doing it all He's just showing you that he's came from the Spurs uh, where he started his career, where he's just a winning culture. He's played for the Memphis Grizzlies. He's a veteran guy. He's been in the playoffs. And the statistics from last night just really prove that Kyle Anderson is a guy who's going to really take this team. He's going to be an important piece off the bench and take them to a new level. Yeah, it's a great point. I actually had a buddy of mine who uh, texted me. He, he, or we were actually on the phone earlier today just chatting and, and he said we were kind of going through the box score because he he's you know a Pistons fan he hasn't watched the Timberwolves so um classic he he's looking at the thing finding something to to talk shit about to me and he says you know Oof, Kyle Anderson played like shit well no he didn't he's not a sexy player he had zero points but guess what like you said lead in plus minus and he's just a guy that all season you're never gonna I mean there might be a couple nights where he has some really good scoring nights just for whatever reason, but he's never going to blow you away offensively or anything like that, but he is going to be a plus minus star in that, you know, not, not literally a star, but a plus minus everything you could want. A star of his role is the better way to put it. I just yeah. think, you know, he could go for zero points, like you said, and, and lead the team in plus minus. The guy makes impacts in every aspect. We don't need another flashy scorer. We don't need another athletic freak. We don't need a three, another three point shooter. We've got everything but we didn't have a Kyle Anderson, a do-it-all guy who is just going to show up in a way beyond the stat sheet that to the naked eye, you're just going to think, oh, he played like shit. But no, goes well beyond the stat sheet. He contributes to winning at a high level. Yeah, and Kyle Anderson is a 6'10 power forward. They call him a point forward because he can handle the ball like a point guard. I went over a video on our TikTok channel the other day, kind of Deep diving into Kyle Anderson, but I'll, I'll give you a little taste if you're listening right now and you don't know who he is. So he can handle the ball, kind of like a point guard. Um, nicknamed Slow-Mo, so you're going to see him out there moving like an absolute snail, and you'll understand why he has that nickname. But he definitely impacts the game. He can pass at a high level. 
He can defend at a fantastic level. That is the key. Kyle Anderson can defend, and being 6'10", giving you that size is fantastic. They have so much length on this team. And on top of that, you can play him in different lineups. You can play him at the center if you decide, let's run a small ball lineup in certain situations. He can play that. He can play the power forward. He could play a small forward in certain scenarios if you want to play like a really big lineup, let's say, you know. And, and it's just incredible how versatile this player is. It's just that Swiss army knife that you can throw in in any situation. And I think Chris Finch saw that and Tim Conley saw that. He's going to be an incredible signing for this team, and he's going to be a fan favorite in no time. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to just his contributions on the, you know, record side of things. He's going to contribute to winning for sure. Uh, not going to be a lot of nights where you say, man, Kyle Anderson lost us that one, right? So. Uh, it's going to be a lot of the opposite saying, man, he really helped win that game. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. What's uh, maybe what's one thing that, that really stuck out to you last night, whether it's a player or just the, from a team standpoint, maybe a schematic standpoint, obviously you're not going to see much in the preseason from a schematic standpoint, but was there one, you know, maybe one thing that you kind of look back on from last night's game and think, well, that was something better, whether good or bad. I think everybody listening right now is waiting for it to be brought up, and so I'm going to do it. Uh, not just because I know you want it brought up, but just because he's just that damn good, and that's Anthony Edwards last night. 24 points, three rebounds, three assists, uh, puts on the 11 pounds in the offseason, looks like an absolute bull out there. The dude runs over people. He's going through guys. He's physical. You can literally see it on television that the dude's arms are as big as me in person. And Anthony Edwards looks like a player that's ready to take the big step in year three and not just become an all-star, but become a top 15 player in the NBA. I mean, Anthony Edwards looked like an absolute Georgia bulldog bulldozer last night. I loved what I saw out of him. Great, great stats all around. And Anthony Edwards just shows that he's a star player. It's as simple as that. He's a star player trip. It's it's one thing to have the stat sheet to back it up. Obviously, that's very important. Um, I just thought he made it look so easy out there. I mean, he was getting to the whole uh, – he was just – felt like he was able to do whatever he wanted, right? And this is just the preseason. So imagine that elevated. You know, it's, he's probably going to give a little more – probably a little more juice in the tank um in the regular season right or you know at the end of a game down one or up one whatever i'm just saying it's just the preseason right he was giving effort no make no mistake about that but uh his effort i think in in the regular season paired with what we saw last night just just his ability to make it look easy there's a lot to be excited about for him heading into next year or this this year yeah, and he scored those 24 points in just about 22 minutes of gameplay. And, like, it's just absurd thinking about that because you're, like, in the regular season, Anthony Edwards is probably going to average, you know, at least 36 minutes, around 35, 36 minutes per game. And so to do that in just 22 minutes is is crazy. I mean, you're he's not going to do that every game, of course. And we get it. And yes, Jimmy Butler wasn't playing for those people who are going to come back and say, well, he didn't have to, Jimmy Butler wasn't playing defense on him. You know, I don't care if Jimmy Butler wasn't playing defense on him. The, the Miami heat are not a bad team. They have good players. They have solid depth. And so for Edwards to put that up, it's still impressive. And the fact that he made it look effortless out there 
Like, he just looked like he was above all these players, which is incredible for a 21-year-old. And he looked bigger than all these players as well. It's just wild. I mean, this dude is poised to average, you know, 25 points to 26, 27 points a game as a 21-year-old. I, I just cannot wait for the season. I can't wait to see a trip. Well, there's one thing to make it look easy and, and effortless and, and you play really well like he did last night. And it's another thing to do that when it's going to be obvious that the defense is going to throw everything at you because guess what? One thing we're overlooking, the three of our four other best players didn't even step on the court. Rudy Gobert, exactly. Carl Anthony Towns, and D'Angelo Russell didn't play a minute last night. They did not play. Those are all guys that can can kind of have their way in their own unique way. D'Lo can create his own shot, can pass at a high level. Cat's the best shooting big man of all time. You know what Rudy Gobert is. He's going to get to the paint. He's going to be a lob threat. He's going to, you know, have his way, right? None of them played, and Anthony Edwards was the focus and the focal point for the Heat, you have to imagine, and he still made it look easy. Just imagine what he's going to do with those three on the court. Yeah, I saw a few plays, too, where he, he kind of came out certain screens. He's or he's making like pull-up jumpers for himself out of nothing. And I'm just imagining Rudy Gobert setting screens and Anthony Edwards playing the pick and roll with Rudy Gobert or coming off of screens that he sets. And we just haven't, like we've talked about it before, we just haven't had that screener who's great at it in, in our team or on our team, I should say. And so I just saw it last night and I'm just so exciting. I just cannot wait to see it happen. And then, I mean, how do you stop it? You have Anthony Edwards, you have Carlton Towns who can pop out to the three. You can lob it to Towns. If if Gobert sets a pick, then Carl might be open for a lob. If Towns is setting picks, who knows where Gobert is? Like, there's just so many things. And then there's just D'Angelo Russell. And then there's Jaden McDaniels. And there's just so many players and different avenues for the Timberwolves. They're just poised to be one of the best offensive teams in the NBA. They're poised to be one of the best de- defensive teams of the NBA. And it's just it's just incredible to see where we've come as this franchise back from the Johnny Flynn days, the, the David Kahn days, and then now we're here. Yeah. A uh, whole lot of positives to take from last night's game and uh, a lot to be excited about. I think uh, you know, no one really stood out in a bad way last night on the court. So a lot to be excited about, guys. Uh, tune in. As the season starts ramping up, you're going to hear from us a lot more. A lot of exciting things going on here in the Daily Wolves podcast land. Follow us on Twitter at the Daily Wolves at not D Wolfson. Guys, we're looking forward to this. It's a big season ahead. If you wouldn't mind, please like, share, subscribe, however you prefer. Spotify, Apple. Really appreciate the support, guys. Have a great night. Yeah, take care, everybody. Uh, game two of the preseason is tomorrow against the Lakers. I believe it's being played in Las Vegas. It will be on ESPN. It's either 7 or 7.30 Central, somewhere around there, but you can watch it on ESPN. Um, so, yeah, looking forward 930, to it. 9.30 Central, but yes. Oh, 9.30 Central, perfect. So thank you for the correction trip. But, yeah, it should be on ESPN for those watching. If you don't have cable like me, get the ESPN app. You can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Other than that, though, um, take care, and we'll see you next time. Go Wolves.